Hello, hello, hello. Long time no speak. This is Deidre James and welcome to a long overdue episode of the Details Podcast. It's been a smooth, y'all, I haven't been here since the Carters released Everything is Love. Probably because I've been listening to it nonstop because it was that good. Nonstop. Nonstop. But I am here. I am back as promised. An episode will drop October 10th. And I am joined by my new friend, Callie Wallace. Hi. (laughs) Callie, can you sound any more excited? I'm so excited. I'm just trying to keep it chill, man. So just FYI, I have been gone for several reasons, but primarily... I've been running a political campaign and I know I swore to y'all last year that I was done, that I retired, that I'd no longer be a part of the prostitution who are political mess, but fuck the world turned upside down. Did it not? The world turned upside down. (laughs) Also fans of this podcast know that I'm a Hamilhead and Callie is also all about Hamilton. Lord have mercy. So people will not have any issues with our Hamilton references. But yes, things just went completely left. Uh, We knew there was a shitstorm after 2016 in November. It's always been messed up, but people are just becoming even more active now. And I felt like, let me, let me get back in there. So we are one month away from the election being over. And I actually met Callie through a political fundraiser. Remember? I do remember. It was the the best day of my life. Oh, wow. Now that's a lot to live up to. The best day of your life. Like, I mean, it was a great day. It was a great day. Yeah, we went to a uh, NAACP banquet where Dr. William Barber was the keynote speaker. And we just happened to sit next to each other, bonded over being women who wanted to change the world and work in politics and also had amazing fashion sense. You looked fabulous that night. You looked fabulous. You looked fabulous. You looked fabulous. And from there, uh, put Callie on as our communications manager for the campaign that I'm working on. And we are just trucking through, man. We are trucking through this election cycle. Midterms are coming up. Y'all need to get out and vote. 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 Um, what we're not going to do is belabor the point of politics because Jesus, take the will. Are you not exhausted? Like the news cycle has been way too freaking much. So my hope, my goal is to make you laugh a little bit, catch up on some pop culture, talk about some things that are going on in our lives, your regular episode of details. So first things first, in addition to working on a campaign, you guys knew about this. I actually attended the On The Run 2 tour. I spent a mortgage worth of money on merch <laughs> between t-shirts, uh, lemonades, because you have to have a lemonade at, be- at a Beyonce concert. Wait, of course they sell lemonade. That you- makes so much sense. Yes. So we had lemonade. We had, I got an On The Run t-shirt. I got the program um i forget what else but it was a girl's trip with my friend sarah and gabrielle and me and gabrielle have been going to concerts together since we were 12 years old this was sarah's first 
concert. <gasps> Y'all, time out. World stop. Callie. Yes. You are the first Caucasian woman to be on this show. Holy shit. <laughs> that's speaking of pressure. <laughs> God, that's a lot to fucking put on me, dude. I don't appreciate that. I just thought about it. I was like, oh, yeah. You're the first white woman to be on the show. Don't be a Karen. Uh, <laughs> no potato salad with raisins. This is funny because my mom's name is Karen. So anytime I reference that, she turns around and she's like, what do I do this time? I'm like, you put potato or you put raisins in the potato salad. And my mom is like horribly offended that anyone would put raisins in a potato salad. Yeah. But uh, she's just part of the meme now. It, it just, has to happen. It happens. It happens. It's, it's the same thing with girls named Kiki. Because of Drake. They're all like, I don't like that song. Yes, you do. Everyone likes it when, they're so- when their name's in a popular song. Mm-hmm. If your name's Kiki and people ask you they love you, you get excited. Don't lie. So I would. I, I love know. Drake. Yes. So, yeah, went to the show with my friends. It was Sarah's first show. And, oh, my gosh, we had such an amazing time. That was the highlight, the fun part of my summer. After that, we just went right back into campaign season and y'all it is hard out here for a pimp. It is really hard. We're taking a, we're literally taking a break from doing the things that need to be done for democracy. Literally what we've been doing all day long. It's been rough, but again, all is good. So Callie, tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, You went to, Chapel Hill. And what was your major? My major was women's and gender studies. And I minored in social and economic justice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually didn't start at Chapel Hill. I started at UNC Charlotte and I transferred. Um, uh, my whole whole senior class, I felt like, in high school, wanted to go to Chapel Hill. And I, at the time, had no concept of how big college campuses were. So I was, like, absolutely convinced in my 18-year-old brain that I was going to run into every single person I knew from high school <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't apply to Chapel Hill my first go-round, which was, like, stupid looking back because I did not enjoy Charlotte at all. I mean, no, no, like, tea, yeah. it just wasn't for me. I went to, like, 50 schools. You just have to go until you get the right fit. Yeah, absolutely. So what was your biggest takeaway from college? Because you're fairly young, mm-hmm. recent graduate. What was your biggest takeaway from My biggest takeaway... Um, my biggest takeaway is that uh, college is nothing like... The real world? The real world. I hate, Like, I hate to call it the real world because your experiences are always real, but, mm-hmm. like the adult world where you're not in like a in the case of chapel hill a liberal bubble where everybody cares about asking people's pronouns and it's taken a lot to like readjust to to living at home and not being surrounded by people your own age and only occasional interactions with like real adults mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's been interesting sorry that got heavy there for me i'm so sorry <laughs> we were supposed to make y'all laugh and here i am like oh the world is trash I miss college. Take I'm, me back. I mean, you know, it's, I can't detect the lie. The world is kind of trash, but there are some great people. I've been saying over the last few days that I don't know what I would do without my friends and the people who love and support me mm. because, whoa. And that's important to have a strong support system. And I think people sometimes take those relationships for granted. And I can tell you, 
after being away from my friends and family for so long, because, you know, working this job, you don't mm-hmm. see people outside of that, Mm-mm. of the political bubble. When you do see them, it's like, oh, I love you so much. Give yeah. me a hug. I can't, uh-huh. I can't bear to let you out of my sight. I'm yeah. so happy when I see my friends. And this weekend is um, homecoming for one of the many schools I attended. <laughs> And uh, my sorority sister, Duania, is going to be in town. And you guys, you know, Duania is a friend to the show. And you all know and love her and appreciate her. And I am so excited, but I'm also terrified because the girl's turn up is real. And I feel 11 right now. And I want to make sure that I can bring her energy and, and match that because she deserves it. I, yeah. She has made some amazing moves. She moved across the country to pursue her dream um she was in in school for acupuncture Mm -hmm. and now she's in louisiana and new orleans practicing and coming back to north carolina to celebrate homecoming that's incredible it is and we haven't seen each other since she moved about mm, maybe like may so it's been a minute yeah we're used to seeing each other on the regular we still talk all the time and we text all the time Mm -hmm. but there's nothing like having Mm -hmm. the people that you you know love and 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 being around them so we're gonna eat a lot we're gonna laugh a lot we're gonna sing a lot and enjoy each other's company um and i have been really struggling with finding the time for my friends but you have to make it a priority. So mm-hmm. when you're working and the work that we're doing right now, and I know a lot of, fr- I have a lot of friends who work, um, who are activists and organizers mm-hmm. who it feels like it's a never ending job. So that question of how do you find that balance and, and how do you turn it off when the, there's a 24 hour news cycle mm-hmm. it's real. So what are some of the things that you, if you don't do them now, mm-hmm. what are some things that you wish you could do to like unplug, relax and practice self-care? Um, so confession time. Uh-huh. I'm really bad at self-care. That's, I'm, I'm not shocked. There's a lot of people <laughs> who have issues with that. We feel guilty for doing, we, we, we do. We feel like, we feel like we don't deserve it. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm one of those people who's like constantly quoting Audre Lorde, like self-care is political revolution. And I, I'm like telling my friends, take care of yourself, like mm-hmm. do the things that make you feel whole. And, and then I'm you at don't. home up until three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Not prioritizing sleep. Yeah. <laughs> so sleep is important. Definitely. Sleep is important. I was watching one of those shows, like one of those talk shows. Oh, it was Bravo's Watch What Happens Live. You know, I watch it like every night, even though I hate Andy Cohen. Oh my God, you hate Andy Cohen. I do. I do. He's trash. Uh, He is messy. mm. And I don't, I I don't know. The mm. way I can go to, I can go deep and I can go heavy on this mug and I don't want to like, Cause I've had my issues with him and I've already spoken about him, but mm. he to me is a little bit of what's wrong with, um, a lo- like a lot of appropriation uh, of culture. Yeah. Like he acts like he, like the words shade and, and, and messy boots just happened because Nene leak said it like, no girl, Mm-mm. we've been talking this way. And even mm. though you are gay, your circle, they don't speak this way. It took, 
black women from Atlanta mm-hmm. to bring this shit to your attention. Yeah. And now you're, you know, selling mazel t-shirts and who gonna check me boo shirts and shit like that. And I'm like, mm, but I watch it every night. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Cummins got the 411 because I love the people on the show. Yeah, I do. So, um, Dr. Oz was on Andy Cohen's show. I hate, Dr. you hate Oz. Dr. Oz. I hate him. Well, he was on the show. Oh my God. And he was talking about, um, one of the questions was, what's the best way to lose weight? Like how I'm trying to lose weight. Not me. I am. Oh, I am same. I, as a fat. Oh, I also would like a fat. To, I would like to lose the weights. Mm-hmm. But um, the question was, how do you do it? And he said, for anyone that wants to lose weight, you have to sleep, eat, drink water, and have sex. Ooh. Now you like Dr. Oz, don't you? <laughs> How can you not like Dr. Oz when that's the advice he gives? So the logic behind that was, of course, sleep is necessary for your body to get that energy, that rest. You need it. Mm -hmm. Um, Get on a a, a schedule, a cycle. Water is super important. We all know this. And I have a problem forcing my my liquids each day. Mm -hmm. What was the other? Eating? Eating. You can't starve yourself skinny. That's true. You can't do that. So I mean, you, it's like quitting anything cold turkey. Like, it just doesn't work. No. So that doesn't work. And then he said sex is good because it's an ex, it's exercise. It's ex, sex, exercise. Sexercise. Sexercise. Oh. You release endorphins. We all saw Legally Blonde, you know. Um, endorphins make you happy. Happy <laughs> people don't kill their husbands. Exactly. So those were his tips. If you want to lose weight, that's a good way to start. Now, I think for some, and this could be a debate, mm-hmm. are those items, are those ways to practice self-care or is that just basic ass human ass things we should be doing? I really think that's like basic ass Maslow, like bottom of the pyramid yes. shit, man. But, like, but why do we say, ooh, I had my water self-care? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> that's not how it works. And the thing is like, that is taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. But I think there's something inherently like luxurious is the wrong word because i think that has like classes connotations but there's something just like to to feel like you're luxuriating and i don't know like for mm-hmm. me that's like i don't know a reese's cup or something like that i'm a poor <laughs> blue ivy is judging you as a poor <laughs> so many pores um uh, i aspire to blue ivy as well gosh blue ivy is everything to me you all know that um Never seen a ceiling in my whole life. I love that girl. I, my ways of practicing self-care, some would consider unhealthy, but this is what gets me going. Mm -hmm. Watching Game of Thrones. I love that so much. It makes me feel good. I feel I can like zone out. If I could give myself a smooth four episodes in a row and not be interrupted and just sit and eat popcorn and watch Jon Snow mm-hmm. and Arya to me that is the ultimate so that's one version of it the other is makeup Ooh. Fenty Beauty Rihanna girl she has become my therapist I stopped going to therapy and start going to Fenty <laughs> that is what I do now okay Girl, there's a hashtag in there somewhere. Yes, I am in Sephora. When life gets hard, <laughs> I go to Sephora. 
I made a comment on Facebook that I'm accepting hugs and Sephora gift cards. And again, because my friends are real friends better than your friends, they show up with Sephora gift cards and I'm able to take care of myself. And I'm so grateful for that. Uh, I don't even wear makeup that, you know, that hard, but something about going into the store, picking out pretty things. It's all about me. Mm. All about me. It's what I want. And um, I feel like a sense of accomplishment and relief when I come home. One of the um, women I follow on social media, and I hope to have her on the show, Her she does this vlog, and it's called Pretty Political. Ooh. And I found her, and the only reason why I'm not giving her name is because she has changed her name. And I'm not familiar with the correct way of pronouncing it. But her website is still ericathurman.com and um, Pretty Political. And I found her in 2016 when there were back-to-back killings of African-Americans at the hands of the police. Mm -hmm. And she said, I'm tired of crying. I'm just, I'm just going to buy makeup. I'm going to buy lipstick. It makes me feel better. Like I can't do anything else about it. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to buy lipstick. And she's one of my sheroes and I love her. She's brilliant. She's beautiful. And she has taught me so much about, not apologizing for doing what's good for me and making myself feel better whether it's makeup a good meal a nice bottle of wine an outfit whatever Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter yeah the thing and we also need to recognize that not everyone's self-care can be going to sephora absolutely not everyone can do that right so it's kind of up to you to find that happy space Mm -hmm. and if you can great And um, if not, there are so many resources out there and I'll put some links in the show notes for places that I like to go and get inspiration as to how to take care of myself. Um, One way, as I mentioned, is watching television. The fall television season is upon us. Deidre's TV picks. I, I am watching so many shows that it is unhealthy ham and pate ham and pate cook a brown. <laughs> i don't remember the rest of the words that she fucked up but that was great yes there's a show on abc called american housewife starring katie mixon and um i'm gonna have to put the link somewhere so y'all can see it so because you won't get it but ham and pate is a real thing that you should know in your life but um this is us is back and i have my friends are split down the middle Half of us are obsessed with This Is Us. The other half are like, I can't do it. I don't want that kind of um, emotional roller coaster in my life. And that is totally fine. But what makes me extremely happy about This Is Us returning is, you know, Sterling Bay Brown, who is the man of my dreams. And I love him with my entire heart. He is featured in InStyle this month. And the pictures and the photographs of him styled are just breathtaking and the perfection is so real. He looks so good. The man looks great in pink and he has that dark chocolate skin. He's just everything. Mm. But he's also a married. Ooh, he is a married. Sad. Uh, yes. And his wife is beautiful. Of course she is. She's beautiful. And they look so happy together. All and these um, marrieds. My God. I know. I know. But he is quoted in the uh, article talking about the little things that still bring joy to he and his wife. 
And he said that it's all about laughter for those two. <laughs> Callie's out. You can't see my face, but I'm dying. <laughs> I am so single. It physically hurts me. Yes. Yeah, so um, Brown and his wife, Ryan, first met in college at Stanford University. And they dated briefly and decided to take a break. Take we a break. were <laughs> I was thinking we were on a break oh. um, for three and a half years. A break of three and a half they years. They broke up. They broke up. But oh, yeah. Okay. They decided to break up. And then three and a half years later, Sparks flew once again when they reconnected. And they've been married for 12 years. Whoa. Like. 12 years is a long time. It is a long time. And I don't know. I I thought about, you know, I had so many boyfriends in college. But there was no one that I would be like, oh. I could wait for him or not even, I don't think she waited. Like I said, they reconnected. But um, like he said, you know, it's all about laughter and communication is another thing that he listed. Everyone that likes This Is Us loves the character Randall P- like Randall Pierce. And we think that these people are the people and they're not. Like they are playing roles. But for some reason, y'all, I don't care what anyone says, you're going to fight me for it. Randall is Sterling. They are the same. They are both beautiful, splendid black men who love their black wives and have cute black babies. And I am here for all of it. I can't help it. That's just how I feel. Um, and it comes on tonight. And we got to hurry up because I got to watch it. But uh, <laughs> but communication is key. And I think that for a lot of couples who are on the struggle bus that they are it happens hey listen I'm I've been in a long-term relationship and we had a we had a rough patch over the last few months with our Mm -hmm. communication how do we speak to each other um how often do we speak to each other Mm -hmm. speaking at love language and all that stuff it's Mm -hmm. been tough Mm -hmm. and I want to say we we're finally getting back to that space of where we're having like that laughter having fun we can crack jokes Mm -hmm. Texting is, it makes it hard for relationships when your primary resource of communication Mm -hmm. is like words because you can't feel or emote. We have emojis, but still it's hard. all about that life. So you've had struggles with texting in your relationship? Yeah. So my partner of three and a half years and I broke up in July, right before I met you actually. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of being in a long-term relationship is texting um you guys were long distance too, long right? distance yeah sorry I, when I said long term I meant long distance um yeah he lived in Scotland lives still um so there's a pretty significant time difference too so then you have to factor in like oh he's just waking up or going to sleep so he's being short with me I'm being short with him like th- it's a lot to discern in writing and it's very easy to assume tone oh yeah oh definitely and that causes problems yeah and I'm a joke I I crack jokes all the time and for the the issues that I was having in my I can't I mean it's not even my issue he wasn't in the jokey jokey space he was going through some stuff and he just wasn't in the mood for my shits and giggles every day right so i would you know i'm throwing jokes at him and he's like i'm sorry i didn't mean to hurt your feelings i'm like no we're good we're totally okay like i'm i was kidding i was joking but it was hard for him to understand that so communication and technology and time 
it is so tough. And I thought it was a cliche when I would hear people say relationships are hard work. And I'm like, no, it should be easy. Love is easy. And mm-hmm. all. The- no, it's not. You have to put in the effort. You have to. Mm-hmm. Just today, you saw it. Oh, yeah. I was all like, I need to talk to my boyfriend because I need to be um, supported. I need to hear, I need him to tell me all the nice things and I need to be babied. And then I call him and it was like 30 minutes of me saying, I'm here for you. <laughs> but like that made you feel better for a minute, didn't oh, it? Oh, totally. Like, I feel like there's something to be said for like feeling good about the the emotional work that you do for your partner yeah i i called all ready to just unload about my day mm-hmm. and hearing about his accomplishments and what made his day better i was like you know what i can let let me just be in this moment it's mm-hmm. not stifling my happiness or my needs mm-hmm. but just recognizing you know i can just put yeah. my stuff to the side for now yeah. and and listen you know for him and my needs were met in some way. Yeah. Even though it wasn't how I anticipated yeah. it happened. So, yeah, communication, comedy, and I would say clarity. Yeah. You have to be clear about what you want. Oh, God, yeah. That's a... And, like, I, I'd like to piggyback off of clarity, like, honesty, because I think you're, what you want can shift. Mm-hmm. But the minute it shifts and you're not upfront with your partner about it, you you create a rift and there's a point at which that can't be repaired mm-hmm. sorry i'm just getting in my feels over here hey kiki it's okay be in your feelings Oy. it's all good relationships suck <laughs> no not like not really getting over a relationship sucks like it it's i'm i have such a hard time breaking habits mm-hmm. um and it took so long to get out of the habit of like, Oh, like let me text him because he needs to hear about this. And like, he doesn't want to hear about that from you because you've broken up. Yeah. Shitty feeling all the way around. It is. It's hard. And the time that it takes to get over it and that period of that back to having that support system and having friends and that self care, it's all Oh yeah, it's all key to mm-hmm. healing and and getting over it and making yourself available and open to the next chapter of your life, whatever that may be. For some women, it's a new job, or women, men, non men, whatever they're you're, you know, it's something different. And that letting go is so hard. It really, really is. I totally get it. Um, so going from the relationship conversation and like you know the tv shows and all that like you know awkward segue but uh (laughs) no but like um I just wanted to just throw out there that I'm in a situation because part of this show is being transparent about my life and talking about things that you know are going down in my world and um I have a friend who's in a relationship that she shouldn't be in this relationship it just shouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. It should not be happening. And if you listen to, you know who you are. Yeah. I, 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 oh. Girl, Callie's like, you going to do it? Yes, Callie. <laughs> we go there on details. I give all the details and they be knowing. Yeah. So um, they shouldn't be in this relationship. And what I'm struggling with is how far out of my lane do I go 
or if I go out of my lane because I do love this friend and they're doing some major damage to people in their lives and I'm not here for it. So I'm struggling with this. I really am. I also watch Lifetime and I know that the bitches <laughs> <laughs> that be all, let me get in the ones that don't make it past the second hour. All right. They get dead. You get dead. Super dead. And I don't want to die. I don't, I think I could take whoever this, I could take this person I'm talking about, but still Mm. there's that whole, you know, how far do you go when you know that there's something funky happening and someone's not doing Mm. their partner, you know, they're not getting what they deserve. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been in that space? And if so, did you just ignore it or did you confront the friend and say, Hey, you could be doing better and I need you to step it up or step off. I haven't ever been like in that position. Um, Sorry, do I need to speak up? My Mm -hmm. bad. Um, I don't have any direct life experience. I have opinions. What should I do? I think you sit the friend who's fucking up down say, Mm -hmm. hey, look, I'm not trying to be confrontational, but I see you making choices. And I think it's coming from a place of unhappiness on your part. But just because you're miserable doesn't mean you need to make everybody else miserable with you. Exactly. Like, stop this. And I, I, I can't. It's pressure on me. Yeah, knowing that's not that fair to you. It's not. It's not cool. No. I don't like it at all. Um, so I'm working on figuring out how to navigate this. And Twitter, fam. Let her know. <laughs> this is something that comes up in my life a lot. I see. It's like the sixth sense. Mm-hmm. Instead of I see dead people, I see fuck boys. <laughs> I do. I see them. And like my friends don't see them. And I'm like, or fuck girls, whoever the, you know, mm-hmm. the case may be, they don't see it. And I'm like, yo, he is, he's, he's straight hot dumpster juice and it's no good for you. <laughs> but I can't say that because sometimes people mm-hmm. think, oh, you just a hating ass hater. Oh, I did that. I, oh. I had a friend, a very dear friend growing up, uh, And she started, her very first boyfriend was somebody her parents didn't like. She had a lot of friction with her parents. Um, So the more they talked shit about him, the more she was like, I love him. I'm going to stay with him forever. Finally thought she caught some sense, Mm -hmm. broke up with him. He showed up at her house, like threatening to kill himself, like just all drama, the drama. And we we went to the beach together every summer and one summer i i was like sweetie like he's trash like mm-hmm. he, he treats you like garbage like you, it's three o'clock in the morning you just got off the phone with him you're sobbing yeah that's is good. this a feeling that you want to have for like the rest of ever she quit talking to me yeah and then we were still friends on facebook but she unfriended me because i was too political darn you for having your opinions uh, yeah uh but now she's uh marrying that guy who I, kept her up until three in the morning crying because she didn't know where he was or who he was with and ugh. he wasn't straightforward about any of it so hot mess oh oh i know just sorry i just remembered this he cheated on her with a girl who cheated on him previously and had a baby in the relationship with the guy that she cheated on him with. Is this a Lifetime movie or no, a telenovela? This is, this is somebody's <laughs> actual real ass life. This is North Carolina? Uh-huh. Come on and raise up. Damn. Thomasville, North Carolina. 
yeah my friend i'm sitting here like you know trying to keep it together keep my mouth closed stay in my lane but also if you ask me i'm gonna tell you how i feel about it i'm not gonna lie but yeah it just it just sucks and i don't want to hang around him don't bring him around me because i'm I'm a side eye him a side eye you and it's like you don't want your friends to not be able to come to you and tell you when they're hurting because they'll stop talking to you and then there could be opportunities for abuse and they feel isolated so you don't want to shame them for their choices but also like y'all come on i'm telling you it is a gift jesus gave me this this sixth sense he told me my child you can see the fuckery under his eye under his eye blessed be my my nose for smelling Mm -hmm. stank fruit Mm -hmm. it's the worst boys and girls can suck so yeah um I am walking a tightrope with this situation and the holidays are coming up and I'm shook because yeah, we're going to be hanging out and there's going to be gifts exchange. It's just, but I also think that there's a difference between like coming to your friend with hurt and coming to your friend with uncomfortable situations that you're putting your friend in that make them uncomfortable. Like those are two very different things. And I think that, like it's also your responsibility as a friend to know the difference between the two mm-hmm. and like not put your friend in an unbearably uncomfortable situation. Yeah, like yeah. that's there's just some things you you can't share everything with everyone. And when if you know you're doing dirt or if you know that you're not being on the up and up, don't put, don't bring your friends into that. Please just like keep them out of it. Uh, switching gears. Oh boy. To something that I am super excited about. This morning, news was released that the 2019 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees, the nominees, were listed. And, oh, my whole damn, Janet Demita Joe Jackson is eligible to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Miss Rhythm Nation. Do y'all realize that next year, Rhythm Nation will be 30 years old? old 30 i thought i was gonna die when control turned 30 but now rhythm nation is turning 30 and i can't think of anyone who is more deserving callie do you see what is in my office you see that yeah that is my autograph picture of janet the pioneer like the baddest the og i love her and if she is inducted, I am going. I will be there. You for sure. sure I, I can't miss it. So I have a question for you, Deidre. Yes. Janet Jackson and Beyonce are having a concert mm-hmm. on the same day at mm-hmm. the same time. Mm-hmm. Who do you who do you go see? I'm going to go see Beyonce. <gasps> and Janet understands. Interesting. So, yeah, we didn't know each other when this happened. Mm-mm. But I had a dream that <laughs> this is very MLK. Oh my God. I had a dream. No, it was like the best dream of my life. I believe that I've seen Janet Jackson a lot of times. Like she's done several tours. Beyonce is a, is a touring artist as well. Uh, I've seen Janet more than I've seen Beyonce. Ah, I see. Yeah. I've seen, well, if, if on the run two hadn't happened this summer, I would have seen Janet Mm -hmm. twice in a year and I hadn't seen Beyonce in, Two. Oh damn okay yeah okay. so that's kind of the thing 
Um, but let's say I had to pick one, like who's my absolute fave in life, it's going to be Janet. She was my first. She was mm. the first person I ever stand for. Like my first poster, Love. my first everything. Mm-hmm. And I think Beyonce would be okay with that. Oh, 100%. I thought I was throwing you a real curveball. No. Not when it comes to Janet Demita Joe Jackson. I love her so much. Born May 16th, 1966 in Gary, Indiana. I love how much you love my people. Your people. <laughs> like your friends, your idols, your sheroes. Yes. It just makes me happy. Like that Sheryl Crow song that I'm not supposed to sing. leaned all the way back from the mic because you were smart <laughs> i've been told to never sing that song in public because i can't hit that cheryl crow note so but in addition to janet jackson being inducted or potentially inducted if she doesn't win i'm gonna crunch somebody wait it's a winning thing you have to yeah you're, she's nominated and then like people that are in the academy vote yeah girl i thought they all got inducted Mm-mm. well that's some bullshit yeah so there's also rufus and shaka khan ll cool j and this is his fifth nomination radiohead the cure stevie nicks who else is in here i have a very dear friend who's going to lose his absolute fucking mind if radiohead is not inducted ah uh. he is a fanboy and a half Mm, okay is that serious it is so serious so it says that if inducted janet jackson would join nina simone who was inducted last year alongside bon alongside bon jovi and the cars sister rosetta tharp as like one of the few black women who are in this like we we're still there we're still there mm-hmm. and shonda rhymes the book of yes i'm gonna mess this up but she opened her book by saying that she doesn't want her daughters to be F O D's. And that stands for a first only or different. Like she's tired. You know, she's been the first black woman mm-hmm. to be in charge of this. The only black woman to da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And the different relates to the, the diversity that she brings. Right. And she's like, I'm sick of that FOD. I don't want my daughters to have to even deal with that. So may they never have to be an FOD. May they just be. Mm-hmm. And it's it's real. It's a problem. And, you know, we all have covered this topic many, many a time that black women don't get the shine that they deserve. And it also happened this week when that damn Taylor Swift. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Swift the finally she Aaron Bird she finally took a stand after riding the wave of political ambiguity and taking them racist white dollars <laughs> and you know what I'm saying and then taking she the pop dollars loves the racist white dollars loves them okay she loves them so finally she says something about she's not supporting the person from her home state, the Republican vote, Democrat registered to vote. And there was a spike in votes. And of course they gave the credit to the white woman, not the fact that we just had a rapist uh, (laughs) confirmed to the Supreme court and people are fired up about that. Not the fact that it's a week away from the deadline to register the vote. Let's just say that this little white girl is the reason why people are registering to vote. 
Let's just do that. But you know, there's a strong contingent of like stupid ass motherfuckers who registered to vote just because Taylor Swift told them to. Mm -hmm. I would just like to extend a very large fuck you to those people because Taylor Swift is trash. Well, she's the devil. And you should know better. So what do you say about this? Because even though I think she's trash, Mm -hmm. I don't like her. Um, She tore her ticket with me a long time ago. What is that? What is that? What do you say to people who like we all no one was born like woke, right? Sure. So we all had to kind of like and back to Janet Jackson. She was my person that kind of like woke me up. Like even I was a baby. (laughs) Watch this. (laughs) It was like the rhythm nation. We have to with music by our side to break the color lines. Let's work together to improve our way of life. That was me. Like Janet Jackson made me want to be like politically active. I thought mm-hmm. about, wow, you know, she stands for something. So what? Yes, we don't like Taylor Swift. <laughs> we don't like Swifties. The silver lining is that that happened. Do, but I get it. I totally get it. It should not take as an as an adult. Like I said, my Janet Jackson shit popped up for me when I was like mm-hmm. a four. Right. <laughs> so when it's perfectly acceptable to do things that pop stars tell you to do, like especially Beyonce. Especially Beyonce. I like, and that's the thing. Like to me, I don't, I don't care. Oh, hello. Sorry, I don't care. Like why you get involved or like mm-hmm. how. I I think it's important that you get involved. What I think is obnoxious is a white woman who has all of the money in the fucking world deciding in the year of our Lord 2018 that this is the first time she's ever going to declare some kind of political allegiance. When it's easy. She when she doesn't have anything to risk. No, she has she nothing se- to lose. She secured her bag. Mm-hmm. She made her money. Absolutely. And now she can say this. Like, right. that's not cool. And I'm going to go back to Beyonce. Like, mm-hmm. she caught so much hell for taking a stand and you know the formation video don't shoot us mm-hmm. uh black lives matter saying these things mm-hmm. she caught flat the super bowl the super bowl format yeah all that stuff and like taylor swift is a godsend and a and a precious white snowflake and an angel god what did we ever do before taylor swift i don't know i wouldn't I have know. known how to register to vote if it hadn't been for taylor swift get your head out of your ass becky <laughs> I mean, it, it's just it's just annoying. It, it annoys me. I hope that people, you know, turn out and get out the vote because it's very important. And I know it feels dark and things haven't gone our way. People who have hearts and, and <laughs> consciences. But you got to vote. You have to educate yourself. I you, y'all know how my politics lean. I'm all the way to the left, to the left, to the left. Everything, Everything you own in a box to the left, including my politics. Yes. So that's me. But, um, and I'm not one of those people that say, I don't care who you vote for. Just uh-uh. vote. Fuck that. Vote for some Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Republicans, yo. Yes. I can't. I'm not doing it. Uh-uh. No, no. They are the absolute worst. I don't believe in that whole, there's always something in common. I'm listening. I'm, I'm revisiting the audacity of hope by Barack Obama. And it was a different game back then. B.O. Barry, listen, and I wonder if he still feels that way after all the shit he went through. 
being president, trying to get shit done, and now these mofos are trying to undo what he did. Was it worth trying to be civil to these motherfuckers? I saw a really interesting headline, and I don't I don't remember who published it, um, so I, I can't speak to its veracity, but um, basically suggesting that if Barack Obama had made a decision to investigate the Bush administration, that mm-hmm. maybe the Kavanaugh confirmation wouldn't have gone as smoothly or some, something to that effect. And like kind of think it's shitty on the one hand to put that at Barack Obama's feet because like damn yeah I know but at the same time also like he spent a lot of time trying to compromise and work with these people and what did he get in exchange I mean he got fucking Mitch McConnell's turkey ass telling him that he wasn't going to nominate or he's not going to fill that Supreme Court seat proudest moment of my life like trash trash hot dumpster well, so like juice. how do you I, I wonder how he reconciles that because like it's absolutely not his responsibility to like to uh, it, Kavanaugh's not his responsibility period Mm-mm. but like how do you I I, I I I'm with you wondering like where he sits on that now like where like how, how does he feel looking uh-huh. back on this and then there's that whole I had a conversation with some of my friends today some black women we were talking about that line that we have to walk in order to not even not just exist but like to make a living we can't be unapologetically ourselves in workspaces because it's not safe for us it's not we can't call out supremacy we can't call out microaggressions because people will say that we're the troublemakers and so i can only imagine what that was like on a presidential level like, I, I bet he caught so much fuckery and heard so much. and had. I mean, we know he Secret Service was, you know, inundated with threats and, and, and horrible things coming his way. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine what that was like on a presidential level because shit on a basic ass American salary ass level. <laughs> shit. <laughs> a Trader Joe eating ass level. I can't handle it. A target ass income. I can't. I got a target as income. I love you. And I can't. I cannot. Yeah. So I, I, I have no idea how he or the magnificent Michelle put up with it. But God bless him for doing so. Absolutely. Because people, yeah, it, it, it was really, really rough. To be a fly on the wall in their conversations at home when everybody's gone and like it's just 45 and Flotus. 44? 44 and Flotus. God, fuck my life. I'm so tired, you guys. Please please forgive me christ please edit that out oh my god <laughs> that's humiliating i don't want to hear a f- i don't want to be so the flower on that wall not I'm with so tired not no, with no, 45 no no, no 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 i meant i meant yeah but I, when you said that i thought about what happened over here last night when we said please god don't let anyone don't let anyone bug my house oh because oh we, god we go oh so if they go in on any level as like bringing the truth that we do yeah i bet they are reading mugs for filth and dragging them left and right oh and before we go because we have to get back to politicking oh so we did mention voting but there's other things you can do in addition to voting because free i always say it freedom ain't free you have to do more. You have to do more. There are conversations you can have with your neighbors. You can canvas. Callie just mentioned phone banking. That's something that people hate us doing, but we do it because every now and then someone picks up the phone and you have a healthy conversation and you can possibly inform them and change their mind. <laughs> or sometimes you get called a robot. 
<laughs> and a crazy lady tells you that she thinks that you're spying on her. But the point is there are opportunities out there. I recommend organizing for action as an opportunity, a, a place to go and look for ways to support local candidates and it's not just about the presidency. You have to vote in every election. Every fucking election. Every fucking election. Yard signs don't vote. Nope. They don't vote. They don't listen to your vote. campaign managers <laughs> and listen to the people around you <laughs> because we are here for a reason. Oh, that was the other thing this summer that we didn't get to cover was I binged the West Wing which changed my whole black ass life. How, what? God bless the West Wing. Bartlett, Toby, Josh, Josh Lyman. <laughs> um, if Bradley Whitford is listening to this, you're you're old enough to be my father. But if you want to get married, that'd be fine with me. That I love you. I love you forever and ever. I promise. That show was. Oh my gosh, it was so good. Just if you haven't watched West Wing, go back and watch it. That's that's the way it should be. But um, seriously, though, there are other ways to participate in making sure that the world shifts. And even if things do not go our way come November, we still have to keep carrying on and we still have to fight the good fight, taking care of each other, loving each other, respecting each other, supporting each other. And, you know... The courts can't save us. The politicians can't save us. Only we can save us. So that being said, make sure that you're registered to vote. Get out there, knock on some doors, align yourself with like-minded people. Take a deep breath. Practice self-care. We're going to be all right. Kendrick Lamar, he said it. I believe it. We're going to be all right. So. All that being said, I got to go watch Sterling Bay Brown. Callie needs a sleep, uh, a sleep, a nap, uh, a sleep, a sleep, a nap. Uh, yes. A hibernate. Uh, all the things. Yes. And be sure to subscribe. You can find the show on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Where else are we? SoundCloud. Anywhere podcasts are found, you can find details. And also just go to mydetails.com, D-E-E-T-A-L-E-S. I look forward to chatting with you next week with my special guest. I think you're going to really enjoy her. She is a um, a wonderful delight and a surprise. And I'm going to drop her name in the middle of next week. Also, if you don't mind, please go and rate the show on iTunes, share with your friends, tag a friend when this episode comes out, and check out my shop at mydetails.com. Thank you so much. Oh, and follow me on the Facebook, the Instagram, the Twitters. I'm always live tweeting my shows, especially 90 Day Fiance, because it's trash, and I love watching trash with other people. Mm. Yeah, it's hot. Oh, God, it's, it's the absolute worst. Start watching Lifetime again. Yes. Have oh you seen God. you? No. Yo. I, I Literally, the last time I watched Lifetime was probably with my grandmother in like 2005. Hold up, y'all. I, I lied. I ain't done. Just real quick. <laughs> real quick. I'm sorry. S- I Sterling, Sterling, wait on me, baby. I'll be right there. Okay. You is the creepiest ass show ever, but it's also the best show. You, it's, just, it's called You. I'm not like, like the, I'm not the, saying the letter or Y-O-U. Y-O-U. Oh, okay. It has, I didn't watch Gossip Girl. What's his name? Dan? 
Oh, Penn Badgley. I He's, love him. That He's mug so is hot. crazy. He is crazy yeah. pants. So the show is about... It, it will make you want to unplug from Instagram, oh, Facebook, and everything. Yes. Yeah. He's creepy AF, y'all. And he is obsessed with this girl. And he found her on the internet. And he's following her. And he's talking to her. He hacked her phone. He's he's in her friend's business. And I love it. And I'm rooting for him. And I know that's horrible in this, in this day and age with all this happening <laughs> in the world. With the Me Too and the Kavanaugh's. But I'm rooting for this creeper. He's not a perv. He's not a rapist he's just a little too invested in this woman's life he has not inappropriately touched her and by inappropriately invested we mean committing a crime (laughs) i mean he may have killed some people in her wait a minute so now now we got now we got stalking which is a pretty serious one and now we're up to murder well, what ha- happened? Oh, Lord yeah. have mercy. Yeah, so, but he loves her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he loves her, and he's doing it for her own good. You, every Sunday on Lifetime. Oh it is so good. It is amazing. It is the perfect escape from the reality that is the world right now. Check it out on Lifetime. I'm coming please. to your house on Sunday to watch you. Yes. I, I rewatch episodes over and over again because when I can't wait until the next week, I watch them over and over because it's so good. That's cool. It's so good that it was renewed already, like after the first episode for another season. Damn. Okay. Because people are like, this mug is a nut and I can't wait to see how nutty he going to get. I love Ben Badgley. Ben Badgley, if you're listening. He's not. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? He actually doesn't subscribe to your podcast. That's a crying ass shame. I don't. I I don't think he does. Well, that's bullshit. He should. Yeah, I think so. I need to watch Gossip Girl. I was a fan of the OC. And, you know, the guy who created the OC ended up leaving the OC and doing I I could do pop culture Mm. all night, y'all. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. We need to. We need to wrap this I, up. I'm gonna go. This is us. Is on. Oh god. And speaking of this, is Cam. One more thing. Okay. Cam, a frequent guest of the show, friend, in my heart and soul and my spirit, y'all. Cam has moved to Florida, and I don't know how we're gonna tape together, but we will. Our hearts will go on. She is thriving. You all know that she is a writer. She is living her best life at a um, working at a theater in uh, Florida. Made that big move a few months ago. I am so proud of you. I am so proud of my friends who are making their dreams reality. So the thing about this show is people have come and they have gone, but they've gone on to great things. I just got a message today from someone who was like, you know, when are you taping? Have you heard from Diani? Diani was one of my co-hosts who moved to China. And then what? Yeah, China. She, she moved to China. Diani. Yes. Diani Wise went to China. Then we had um, Kendra who moved to New York. We had Roberto who went back to, um, grad school but he's coming to school closer and so he swears up and down that he'll be here to tape more frequently and he has all kinds of sexcapades to talk about his traveling and you know he's he's um learning 
how to be a better drag queen and um yes. his life is just fabulous so roberto i love you i can't wait to see you and cam will work it out too but y'all keep pursuing your dreams don't give up and we will talk to you next time have a good night take care of yourselves <laughs>